0: Hi, this is Cal Ripkin Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It is another edition of the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, Brian Conboy of MassMutual New York State, and our great friends at the Ellen Angus Pub. Before and after all the big events in Central New York, if you're in and around the area. Get over there before Crunch Hockey, before SU Sports, before and after your concerts and events and ice shows, you name it. It's terrific. The Allen Angus Pub, home of the best darn Angus burger in town, wraps, salads, soups, their desserts, and of course, great beers on tap as well. The Allen Angus Pub is the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. Well, we've arrived week 13 in the NFL. Can you believe it? It's unbelievable how fast time goes. Let's preview the week. And we begin with just an absolute beast of a game, you know, to kick things off uh, for the week. Um, Thursday night football tonight between the Cowboys and the Saints in New Orleans, Nollins. And I'll tell you this, this is a must win for New Orleans. This is their last hope, their last gasp to stay in the postseason. Because huh? at 5-7, and seven, I just don't see them being able to to climb back. I mean, that'll be 12 games in five left. I mean, even if they won out, I don't know if 10 and seven would do it. Uh, probably not at this point. When you look at the NFC, I mean, you know, the East is going to be won, I think by the Cowboys, although the Washington football team has been winning games, gaining confidence. They're right on the heels of Dallas. If Dallas loses this game, the East becomes very, very interesting. And I don't trust Dallas. I, I really don't. I, I'm still pissed that I picked them last week in my pick them with my guys, but Um, You know, they just don't win the big stage games. You can't trust Mike McCarthy. I understand the injuries, Corona, all that stuff, but everybody's dealing with that stuff around the NFL. The Cowboys, without Corona and the injuries, would have problems winning big games on the big stage. This is a huge game for them, too, to stay up there uh, and and still control the NFC East. And, you know, you got to, I mean, you want people to take you seriously. You got to beat the Saints on the road. I mean, that's the thing, like the Bills even though the Saints are a deplorable team, poor quarterback play, no weapons to throw to, Camaro was injured, the O-lines banged up, the Bills went in there and they rolled them. That's what the Cowboys need to do. That's what you do in this league. When you play a a team that is so, so far down the ladder and they're missing so many people, you have to go in and roll them. That's all there is to it, home or away. You have to roll the opponent. Dallas, look, I think they're going to win the NFC East. NFC North is going to be won by Green Bay. The NFC South is going to be won by uh, uh, Tampa Bay, you know. Um, You got Atlanta, Carolina, not, you know, they won't be playoff teams. Um, You know, when you look at the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing, they're playing great football uh, right now on defense uh, recently. They haven't done it for a few weeks. But recently against the Colts, they shut down Jonathan Taylor. And he still got 83 yards, but that's shutting him down, right? And so, you know, the Buccaneers, they're going to make their way uh, to the postseason and, and, and you know, win, win the division. I, I, would, I would not bet against that. I would not bet against Tom Brady. Um, you know, New Orleans, Carolina, Falcons, they're all vying for the playoffs, Uh, but this New Orleans game, this is probably the end of the rope here for the New Orleans Saints. What I'm getting at, let's just put it this way. Dallas wins the East, Packers win the North, Buccaneers win the South. NFC West is won by the Arizona Cardinals, right? They have a couple-game lead on the Rams at this point, and I don't believe in the Rams just like I don't believe in Dallas. Those are your division winners. Where are the wild cards coming from? Well, you're probably going to get one at least out of the NFC West. Maybe two, the way the 49ers are coming on. I still think the Rams will make the playoffs. That's two right there. That only leaves one spot for all these mediocre, you know, 500 or one game under five. I guess they're all one game under 500, really, right? Like Atlanta, New Orleans. So these teams are still in the hunt for sure. In fact, New Orleans, they could lose this game um, and still somehow make the postseason, I suppose, depending on what everybody else does. I, I actually didn't realize that there were this many five and sixers. Um, But that does make sense because Minnesota lost last week. They were five and five. Um, You know, now they're five and six, Atlanta, five and six, new Orleans, five and six Panthers are five and seven. Right. So like (laughs) they're all bunched in there together. I would venture right now to guess that I think both, I think, I think both the Rams and Niners make the postseason. and, and, and then there's only one spot left for Minnesota Falcons, Saints, Panthers, you know, Washington football team, for example. Philadelphia Eagles still kind of hanging around. I mean, the four and seven teams are still hanging around technically too, right? Which is the Giants and the Bears. I don't think they'll make it, but they're hanging around. And that just is pathetic to me. And that's why I hate the third wild card. How does this game go down tonight? <clears throat> I'm going to take Dallas, but I'm going to take them close. I don't trust them. I'm still taking them. Um, Mike McCarthy out with Corona. We'll see what happens with, um, you know, the the strategy here. Uh, for Dallas if they try to run the football. Um, New Orleans' defense is a solid defense, but it can be had. And I think that Dallas maybe opens up the ground game off the pass. Um, you know, this is a team in, in the Cowboys that we know when their offense gets rolling, um, you know, it, it's just an electric offense. There's so many weapons. They haven't had the signature ground game um, that much this season, but Dak Prescott is playing at a high level. Um, you know, we know that CeeDee Lamb has been really, really great, went in there. Obviously, uh, you know, Amari Cooper went in there, has been great. He's missed two games. Lamb's missed a game, though. Um, you know, they've been leaning a little bit more on Michael Gallup, some screen plays, and, and, and Cedric Wilson as well, who's played all 11 games. Um, you know, and the offensive line's pretty good. Dallas needs to go in and beat the Saints, period, end of discussion. That's it. they got to win the game. Um, if if they want people to think of them as an upper team in the NFC, which I don't think they are, I've got the Cardinals, Packers, and Buccaneers as the top three. I think it's a three-horse race. Uh, Cowboys are back. Rams are back. This is a big game, big, big game for the Cowboys in terms of still the stranglehold on the NFC East, making the postseason, et cetera, and the Saints having – Wild card chances still. Dallas favored by four and a half. I'm going to take the Cowboys by five in this game, 31-26. to Let's move to the Sunday games. Buccaneers at the Falcons. Listen, I don't know who on Atlanta can guard Leonard Fournette and can guard Rob Gronkowski right now. Those two guys are playing at an unbelievably high level. They were both dominant against the Colts. Fournette was great on the ground through the air, four touchdowns. Gronkowski, 100-yard game. Tom Brady didn't even play out of his mind in this game. I'm going to take the Buccaneers on the road. They're favored by 11. I think that's a lot <laughs> of points for that spread on the road against a divisional opponent, albeit against a Falcon team that's, again, a broken franchise. I've said it a million times. Uh, but look for Godwin. Look for Evans. Look for Fournette. Look for Gronk. Too much offense for Tampa Bay. I just don't know who on defense can slow those guys down on that Atlanta side. I'm going to take the Buccaneers, but not by that big number. Let's go 30-23. to 23. Meanwhile, Cardinals are at the Bears. This game should be, you should lightly, because it is the NFL. We've seen the Titans lose to the Texans and the Jets. The Jaguars beat the Bills, on and on it goes. Uh, The Bears, home for the Cardinals. The only worry here for me is if I'm a Cardinal fan, I don't want to play in the cold. That's the thing. You don't know ever how, you know, Arizona is going to... um, you never know how they're gonna gonna fare, you know, in the cold. Same thing with the Rams that just happened recently uh, in Green Bay. Um, I think Arizona wins this game. I'm assuming Andy Dalton will be in there, uh, but I don't think it'll be as much of a blowout as others I think. I, I, I think that uh, now look, the Cardinals are coming off of a bye that helps obviously. A lot of guys are rested. What a great, perfect time to have a bye, huh? Week 12, oh, my gosh. I mean, that's, you know, then you only have five games left. You're able to rest, kind of go into the home stretch, try to get home field advantage. I, I don't know, man. This is, boy. You know, one thing, too, with the Cardinals is they're they're away. They're perfect. They haven't lost on the road yet. They're a very, very good road team. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this game. Mm, let's say 34 to, uh, no, you know what? 31-17, 31-17, still two scores. Don't think it'll be like a 30-point win, for example, but let's go 31-17. Arizona wins it. They're favored by eight. Man, it's going to be great to see them back on the field, though. I love watching that team. I really do. Kyler Murray is spectacular. Uh, I, I root for James Conner. I have rooted for him since, you know, he was sick at Pittsburgh. Um, that offense is super, super fun. It really is. Um, you know, and, and if they can get – Kirk has been great, right? Like A.J. Green, the veteran, has been unbelievable. Um you know, if they can just get all the way healthy and back, they've had injuries on both sides of the ball, obviously. Um, but if they can get everybody all the way back, man, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. You know, they really are. DeAndre Hopkins has missed uh, three games this season. You know, but Kirk and Green and Rondell Moore, at times, he doesn't have a lot on the yardage side, um, but at times he's been all right you know they picked up Zach Ertz um, so they've 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 got an offense you know and it, Hopkins get them 100% you know we know the offensive line's really good you know the coaching's been sensational this year um, and the offense is a heck of a lot of fun to watch Chargers at the Bengals Cincinnati is favored by 3 and i tell you what I like the way they're playing right now Chargers have to travel across the country they got Drubbed last week against Denver. The blueprint is out there. If you're Cincinnati, play physical. Hit him in the mouth, play physical. Take the ball away here and there. Get after Justin Herbert. That's the game plan. Uh, I think the running backs, I think it could come down to Austin Eckler on L.A. and Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, T. Higgins had a, a huge week last week in the rollover of Pittsburgh. No matter what, if it's him or Jamar Chase, this Bengal team, three-headed monster, man. Burrow, Mixon, Chase, or Higgins. I mean, it's, it's been going on all year. Cincinnati right now playing with a lot of confidence. They're 7-4. I think they win this game, and they keep the pressure on Baltimore in the AFC North. They're favored by three. I'm taking them with that exact number, 28, excuse me, 30-27. to 30-27, uh, I'll pick the Bengals. Vikings at the Lions. I mean, look, the Vikings, they need to win this game. I mean, they're in the playoff hunt. They can get back to five hundred. You cannot under any circumstances lose to the Detroit Lions. They have not won a game this year. The best effort they had, the best record to show for it was the one tie against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It seems terrible. I don't know how Detroit is going to stop Minnesota's offensive weapons similarly to the Falcons situation with Tampa. We know Dalvin Cook's banged up. Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, Thielen. I'm going Minnesota in a roll job here. Let's go 40 to 16. Minnesota, they're favored by seven. I would bet the house on that. Giants at, and watch, they'll probably not cover. Giants at the Dolphins. Three point favorites are the Miami Dolphins. And I got to tell you what, I think they win this game. Let's go 20 to 10 in a defensive battle. Miami is getting tough nose. And I got to tell you, Miami wins this game. They're clearly. In that wild card area, I mean that that would be only one game under 500 with the extra wild card uh, there. I'll tell you what, they they could uh, they could very well they could very well do it, make the postseason. They they've been on a roll too. Tug of Biola is super accurate. They've got playmakers. Waddle has been crutching it. You know, Jalen Waddle is really a fantastic wide receiver. I mean, here he is in his first year in the NFL out of, yes, Alabama. Shocking. Um, but he's been tremendous. And I love his route running. He's super fast. Um, you know, I, again, giant secondary. Weak. I don't know how they're going to cover these guys. There's a lot of teams that have weak defenses this week that are going up against some weapons that are going to be awfully difficult to stop. You know, Gaskin, Waddle, that Dolphins team. Um, I think they win by that 20 to 10 number they're favored by three Eagles at Jets again battle of the b- battle of the uh, uh, I guess uh, mediocre and one of the worst teams in the NFL right the mediocrity of the Eagles you don't know what Eagle teams gonna show up every week they lose to the Giants last week which is just horrible uh, the receiver drops the ball at the end I mean you know, and then other times this year, you're like, wow, that's a playoff team. <laughs> you know, you just don't know what team's going to show up. Uh, so the battle of the Eagles and the Jets, and the Jets are just, you know, a horrible team, obviously. And this is a circumstance with the Eagles. Like, you can't lose, you know, you, you can't lose to the Giants and Jets in back-to-back weeks and be taken seriously as a playoff team, right? Like, you can't. Give the Jets credit this year. There have been some games where they've, they've fought and, and won um you know they only, they only lost two, well, they beat tennessee in overtime um you know they lost uh you know by by only a touchdown against miami a couple of weeks ago that was that was a game they could have had they battled against the colts for quite a while uh, they beat the Bengals, uh but still overall just not a good football team quarterback issues o-line issues playmaking issues defensive issues you name it they've got it um but man I, you know i don't trust god the eagles are favored by 6 and a half. I, I'm going to take Philadelphia, but boy, I don't, I don't six and a half. That's a lot of points. I'm going to take the Eagles in this game, twenty four to twenty. Jets beat the Texans last week. I think they can put up some points. Colts at the Texans. Listen, Indy needs this game really bad. Uh, they lost last week to the Bucs. They were in it late. Would have been a huge win following up the win over the Bills. Uh, you know, this is uh, again going into an inferior team. This is really good team against really bad team. Colts need to win this game. They have to win this game. Uh, You cannot lose to the Texans, the Lions, the Jets, etc. this time of year. If you're looking to make the playoffs, looking to make the playoffs, win a division, if you're a Super Bowl contender, you cannot lose to these teams, usually under any circumstance, but especially now. Colts, I think, run the ball like crazy on this Texan defense. If you have Jonathan Taylor in fantasy... Get ready for like a 30 to 40-point day because I think he's going to go off. He got controlled by the Bucks last week. This week he is now facing Swiss cheese. I'm going Colts huge in this game. I would bet the house on this one as well. They're favored by 9. I think they win by 17. Um, give me the Colts 37 to 20. Washington football team. They're starting to come on a little bit here. Vegas is 6-5. and five. They're in the absolute wild card picture. This game is in Vegas. I think this is maybe the toughest game to pick of the week, honestly. Uh, Vegas is favored by two and a half. I think they win really close. I'm going to go 31-28 in this game. I'm going to take Vegas because I just, it's hard for me to pick one or the other, but I'm just, I'm doing what I always do in the NFL. When it's split down the middle and I just don't know, I go with the quarterback and I go with the home team. That's just how I've done it. Sometimes I win them, sometimes I lose them, but I like the fact that I'm picking it that way because, let's face it, what's the number? It's always between 62 and like 68% of the time home teams win in the NFL. That's why home field advantage, in most cases, don't talk to the Bucs about that, don't talk about the you know, that to the Eli Manning Giants during their runs. Uh, I, I get it, or the one run. You can still win on the road in the postseason, but you're... I mean, your chances are greater if you're home, of course. I think that there's no doubt in my mind with a Washington football team, with all due respect to Taylor Heineke, who's been actually really good and really fun to watch. I mean, he's thrown 10 picks, but he takes chances. He's controlled the offense for the most part. You know, Antonio Gibson is a weapon. McKissick is a weapon. Um, you know, McKissick only has 212 yards on the ground, but he's got 397 yards and two touchdowns through the air. So he's put together over 600 yards of total offense this year. He's a weapon. He's an X factor type player. Um, you know, McLaurin's had a very, very nice year. So this is a Washington football team. That's really, really improving with all due respect to Taylor Heineke. Like he's played solid quarterback, not great, not awful, kind of somewhere in the middle. Guess what? Uh, the Washington football team's missing thing is still the quarterback, and you know, I know Chase Young went down this year with a season-ending injury. I think it was an ACL. Um, but you got it—you got to have more than Taylor Heineke if you're going to be a consistent contender. I'm amazed still that some of these teams are even where they are. Uh, Washington football team—I pick them to win the NFC East more because I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys. This would be a tough game though got to travel across, go to Vegas, loud atmosphere. Um, I'll take the Raiders by that 31-28 number. Jaguars at the Rams. This should be a total mismatch. Rams uh, favored by 13. I think they cover that uh, by a mile. And I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I think it's a breakout game offensively for them. Give me the Rams 44-13 in this football game. Too much Stafford, too much Cup, too much Henderson, uh, too much uh, uh, Ram offense. And I think Sean McVay is able to open up here. Uh, Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about the NFL's ultimate bloodbath, and you want to talk about an absolute must win for the Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-5 at home against a rival. Uh, This is such a huge game. Baltimore leads the AFC North at 8-3, but, man, the Bengals are on their heels. you got to have a tie at the end of this week, by the way. Um, I want to so pick Baltimore. But they've been walking the tightrope. They've been... They barely beat the Browns. Lamar has had a, a really... I mean, a great year with his legs. And I think a very good year with his arm. He's not had any elite year. A lot of people think he's now, oh, this big elite thrower. I don't see it. Because I don't see it consistently enough from him. Still very good. He's much improved. Nobody works harder than Lamar at the quarterback position. No no way. He studies the film. He's well-coached. He goes out of his way to ask extra questions. These are all the things you hear about the Baltimore Ravens quarterback. These are all the things you hear from Jason Lock and Fora and and, and everybody who covers the Ravens. It's constant with Lamar Jackson. He's constantly in the room, constantly watching tape, always grabbing the clipboard and everything else, always grabbing the iPad, always trying to learn more, always trying to develop, right? Like he polished a lot of his skill set in the offseason. I don't think he's an elite thrower yet. He's not Rodgers. He's not Mahomes. You know, he's he's not Russell Wilson. But he's pretty good. But, man, the Ravens, you know, they've been not only walking the tightrope, but by walking the tightrope, I still, I just feel like they're due to lose. And this is such a stealer win that people wouldn't expect, right? It's such a stealer. It's such a Mike Tomlin game. Again, back against the wall, must-win situation, rivalry game. You're at home. Crowd's going to be nuts. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in the game. I'm going to take them to win, 21-20. Late field goal. Gets it done. Big day. uh, is Najee Harris is what Pittsburgh needs in this game. Set the tone. Work the play action off of that. 49ers. By the way, the Ravens are favored by four. So, I just picked the Steelers by one. So, have at it, betters. 49ers at Seahawks. One team's going up. One team's going way down. And, therefore, I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Seahawks right now looks like a broken group. Looks like they need a rebuild. Uh... Is Russell Wilson there next year? I don't know. But, man, the 49ers are rolling right now. The confidence, you can see it game in, game out. They are flying around the football field on defense. You have to know every single second where Bosa is. He's a monster. Had another sack last week. Um, and when you look at this team offensively, Man, Kyle Shanahan is starting to really roll out the playbook. Isn't he? I mean, this guy, you know, Elijah Mitchell's been running well for them. He's a red zone threat as well. Jimmy Garoppolo, man, all he does is win, win, win no matter what. I mean, that's the bottom line. And now he's catching, um, he's catching some fire here. Uh, this team now is on, all of a sudden they're six and five. The receiving group is phenomenal. They've got Debo Samuel uh catching it. Brandon Ayuk catching it, Uh, Debo Samuel also running it. They're doing jet sweeps and reverses and different packages to get him the football. He's got 203 yards on the ground and five touchdowns on the ground, and he's got over 1,000 yards receiving this year and five touchdowns. He is a big-time weapon for this 49er team. I'm going to take him in this game. Uh, We'll see how the Fred Warner injury impacts the 49ers. I had to actually drop him for my fantasy team. He's out one or two weeks. He'll be out for this game at least, but they have enough there, I think, with Elshare, uh, 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 Nick Bosa, I mentioned him, obviously. they got a bunch of other big-time playmakers. The 49ers defense, by the way, getting better on third down, getting better at tackling, getting you know, cleaned up a lot of those mistakes in the beginning of the year. I'm going to take the 49ers in this game by 10 points. Give me San Fran by 11, 28-17. Uh, this team right now is just rolling with a bunch of confidence. I mean, they really are. And uh, and I'm not stopping, uh, stopping them now. Broncos at the Chiefs. I mean, God, these games are huge this week. <laughs> Aren't they, though? I mean, wow. Ravens, Steelers, Broncos, Chiefs. Good Lord. I'm going to take Kansas City at home coming off the bye. Broncos slapped the Chargers around last week. I don't think that's going to happen at Arrowhead. This is a monster game for Denver, though, because if they were somehow able to win this game at 7-5, and five, they would have a tied record with the Chiefs. And, you know, depending on what the Chargers do, uh, that could get awfully muddy in the AFC West. And Denver, by the way, they play Kansas City again the last game of the year. The Denver Broncos still have one, two, three, four games in the division. Their schedule is not too kind the rest of the way. At KC, home for Detroit should win that one. Home for the Bengals, at Vegas, at the Chargers, Kansas City at home. That's, you know, (laughs) that's tough for Denver. It really is. I don't think this is a playoff team, but I think they're going to go in there and play hard and play tough because that defense, man, That defense is, you know, they're going to try to keep Mahomes and company down in, you know, in the 20s, maybe low 20s type of a thing. I think in the teens is going to be a little too hard. Um, But if they can keep it within, you know, a couple of points late, maybe in the 20s. Again, the Chiefs defense has been playing extremely well, too. And they're coming off of a buy. I just, with a buy with Andy Reid and all that time to prepare and Patrick Mahomes, I just don't, I I don't see it for Denver. I really don't. Um, You know. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, who who yeah, he's had what eleven interceptions. He's still got twenty five touchdowns. He's got thirty two hundred yards throwing. Um, you know, the Chiefs. It's just too much. It's Mahomes. It's Hill. It's Kelsey. Um, I, I just don't. I don't see it for Denver. I really don't. And I applaud their defense of Kansas City because you know they're getting a little bit more well rounded. We'll see if they can run the ball a little bit against Denver. I think that could be important. Um, Tyran Matthew has just been. Uh, You know, he's played in 10 games this year. He's been a beast. 49 total tackles, one sack. Um, You know, you can't say enough really about, and I know he's missed a couple of games here. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, he's got six and a half uh, sacks. Whatever the case may be, whenever they're in, the Kansas City defense, they've been playing together. They've been playing as a unit. Nick Bolton, the linebacker. I mean, I, did you see this year coming? I didn't. 79 tackles for this guy. I mean, you know, 50 of them are solo out of Missouri, the round two pick. I didn't see this coming. He's a rookie. But credit the Chiefs. You know, credit the credit the general manager, Brett Veach, right? I mean, like, it's it's very simple. You know, this guy really knows how to draft. You know, he really does. He knows how to draft. And he, and he, and he can keep, you know, the Chiefs under the salary cap all the time. I mean, he's... He's really an impressive, you know, an impressive general manager. I mean, that's all there is to it. You know, super impressive. Um, Score. Chiefs 30, Broncos 21. Chiefs are favored by 10 points. Huge game. Final game on the docket. Oh, boy. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. I am terrified of this game. Terrified. Um, The Bills have a couple extra days to rest. Will that matter? I don't know. Uh, A few extra days to prepare. Will that matter? I don't know. Should be getting people back on the O-line. That's where this game starts for me. The offensive line of the Bills has been banged up. They've got to have Spencer Brown back. They've got to get John Feliciano back. If they can do that, I think the Bills have a solid shot at winning. New England's won six games in a row. They are hot as a pistol. They are so difficult on defense. They close gaps. They're getting turnovers, picking the ball off. Their hands are everywhere. duger has been amazing. McCourty's been amazing. Everywhere you look, there's a Patriot in your face. They use the ball control, time of possession. They've got the two-headed monster in terms of Stevenson and Harris run of the football, and as we go on week to week, Mac Jones just keeps getting better and better and better and better. His deep ball's getting better. He's becoming more accurate. They're giving a little bit more rope in the playbook week to week. This Patriot team right now, in my opinion, is a Super Bowl contender. Now, I know a lot can still change. I know Week 13, we still have, you know, still have... Uh, you know, uh ten, let's see, eleven. You still have six games to go in the NFL, but we are getting closer to the end. You know, we're closer to the end than we are to the beginning. And this Patriot team's catching fire. And they're dangerous. And their game travels because they defend. They, you know, control the line of scrimmage. They do a lot of things that playoff teams do. And I'm terrified of this game. I'm picking Buffalo. But man, this is going to be a tough game for the Bills. 24 to 20, Bills. Actually, 20, 24, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, God, I, can they score 24 against the Patriots? And the Bills won't be able to run the ball as well. You know, they won't be able to run it. I mean, who's going to run it? Matt, Matt Breed is your best shot, right? I wouldn't mind seeing the Bills maybe use a screen game a little bit. The Bills are favored by three. Hmm. You know what? Give me the Bills 24-23. One point win. Tyler Bass field goal late in the game. I'm terrified of this game. Bills need to do three things in this game. If they do three things, they'll win. Number one, offensive line play, right? And a lot of that has to do, obviously, with the health of the line. Number two, do not turn the ball over. Josh Allen, you are the person I'm looking at the most, right? And number three is the defense has to figure out a way to get to Mac Jones, because I think that the Patriots are going to be able to run the ball against the Bills. We know that the blueprint is out there. It's been out there for a couple of years. It's out there with the Colts game this year. It was out there with the Jags game this year. It was out there with the – what other game am I thinking of? Uh, Well, the Patriots in general, how they play, it's out there, right? The Patriots' blueprint, their game plan, their game plan is the blueprint. Their DNA is the blueprint on how to beat the Buffalo Bills. Run the football. Control the possession. The defense makes Josh Allen try to play hero ball, right? Create turnovers, right? Opportunistic. Win the special teams battle. Those are all the things that the Bills lose to. And so that's why this game terrifies me. I'm Taking them 24 to 23. Those are the three big things, I think, that need to happen in this game. And also, Brian Dable, hello. Josh Allen, hello. Like, get the ball to Stephon Diggs. I know that this will probably be a very difficult game for Stephon Diggs because I don't know how much separation he'll be able to create or get from this Patriots secondary. I mean, this this defense is really good. And you could argue right now that they're the best in the NFL, right? I mean, with all these weapons. Matthew Judon, by the way, there's the fourth key. My God, how did I go this long without mentioning him? You got to know where he is at all times. He's one of these guys in the NFL, like an Aaron Donald, Right. Um, like some of the other, you know, major defenders. By the way, he went to Grand Valley State, 2016, fifth round pick, and he's the defensive player of the year in my opinion. Right now, you got to know where those type of guys are at all times. The Nick Boses, uh, the Aaron Donalds, right? Like you got to know these guys where they are at all times. He's been unbelievable, and the Bills are gonna have to figure out a way to neutralize him. He's been great. Hightower's been great. Adrian Phillips, the safety, has been unbelievable this year. He's got four interceptions. Uh, Juwan Bentley's been great at linebacker. Kyle Duger is the leading tackler with 80, 62 of them solo. He's also got three picks. I mean, the safety core rivals the Bills for sure with Poyer and Hyde. I mean, just look at the safety play in this game. It's unbelievable. Devin McCourty, Adrian Phillips, Kyle Dugger, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Man, the safeties are unbelievable uh, in this game. Um, you know, Kyle Van Noy's been really good. This defense is tremendous. I don't know who's going to probably be marked up with Stephon Diggs. I, I think maybe you know, maybe it's J.C. Jackson. Um, but they're going to play off some things. I mean, Devin McCourty can play corner and safety, right, if he needs to. So this can be a really tough game for the Bills. I am picking them, going with my heart, more than my wallet. But I am nervous as all hell in this game. Week 13 preview in the NFL. This is the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter, at Sports. We are brought to you by Bruton Ace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, Bryant & Stratton College of Syracuse, and our great friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award. Do want to quickly mention a tip of the cap thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform, as well as Chick-fil-A. Hey, this holiday season, go to Chick-fil-A, Cicero, and Clay if you're in and around Central New York. Get gift cards for the holiday season. They can cater your business lunches. You name it, they can do it. Great chicken tender, salad, mac and cheese. The shakes are to die for and their breakfast. Woo, so yummy. Get over to Chick-fil-A, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.